Welcome back to another edition of Ravens Recap. The podcast continues for another game, divisional round matchup against the Buffalo Bills. We're super excited to be back. I know Alec is uh, particularly excited. He didn't want this season to end. <laughs> so we get to have it go on for at least another week. Well, I don't think any of us wanted it to end, did we? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know no. without saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. No, actually, I'm just, I just want to get out of here, guys. No, no, I, just, I, I just brought it up because Alec, I think, mentioned it uh, yeah. in, our, in our previous uh, Titans preview episode. He was like, he's like, it's too soon. I got a lot more pot in me. I still feel that way. So let's keep on stacking those wins. But you heard him laugh. Welcome back to the show, CJ. Very great to have you again. I'm happy to be here uh, for another yet another playoff game. Yeah, last week was the first home playoff game you guys had since what was it 25 years ago was that 95 yep yeah. 90s, yeah and then now you have a second one very yes. nice well done <laughs> yeah thank goodness it was it was a nail biter but we'll take it Ooh, fun fact for alec and chris with the bills and the browns winning over the weekend it it's only the uh, Bengals and Lions who have yet to win a playoff game since we've started watching football. A little fun trivia fact for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say between the uh, the Bills winning, the Browns winning, and then the Bucks winning too. Three of those franchises. Obviously, the Bucks won the Super Bowl somewhat recently, but it has been a really long time since they've won a playoff game. So, uh, yeah, three of those franchises finally uh, finally ending their droughts. And- Was that like t- 2002? <laughs> 18 years ago? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what somewhat recently. <laughs> yeah, right, I know. Yeah. It, it does feel like uh, it kind of all blurs together, man. I don't know. In this century. Yeah. It's like I've been watching football now for 20 years, and it feels like, yeah, like it all kind of feels close to each other. I, I, I understand 100% why you said that. It was just when you said, I was like, it wasn't the year after us. <laughs> it was like 2002. <laughs> uh, but, man, I tell you, what a, what a different opponent the Bills are than the Tennessee Titans that we just played. I'll give you one example. I was out for blood against Tennessee. I was really hyped. I wanted to smash their face in. And like, we have a good relationship with Titans fans, him. And I, I don't know any other Titans fans like we, we mentioned. So it never really came out publicly. But I ran into a guy at work today with a Bills mask. And we just like kind of like joke because I had my Ravens mask on. And he's like, oh, man, you guys are going to whoop our asses. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, oh man, like I think you guys have a really good team. I'm worried about it. I respect it. I was like, if we lost to you guys, you know, respect. Like, good team. I uh, wish you the best going forward, etc. And he's like, yeah, man, I wish you guys the best too. And it's like, <laughs> what? And then, and then Chris said this is this joke, this meme. And I was like, that's exactly what I experienced. It's like it's so polite in comparison. To if I saw a Tennessee fan, I'd be like, I'm gonna beat your asses. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously wonder sometimes, I feel like I brought this up before, but I seriously wonder if, if, if the Browns were not in the AFC North, right, would there be a similar relationship to, you know, the Ravens and Browns? Like, would it, would it exist? Because I, I know sometimes it does. I know for, for fans such as myself, I don't have that as much because they are a division rival and I just don't want to see them have success because that means that the Ravens aren't having success and that's just the way it is. But like for the Bills, they're not in our division. 
we've we also have a history with the patriots not liking the patriots playing the patriots very well and it's just like the enemy of my enemy is your friend right so like i i have, I have zero problems with the bills whatsoever again like everything you just mentioned alec like totally totally fine with it you know i love the bills to, to see success i've been happy for them throughout the year but i just you know it's one of those things i just wonder like if some of these other teams that we you know don't like which just weren't in our division, would we have it? Because, you know, you have to think the Browns and the Bills were in our very, very similar situations here. Basically, the same thing happened with both their franchises, and, you know, fans of their team should be happy. But, uh, you know, it's one of those weird kind of thought experiments I was I was thinking of before today. Um, yeah, I, if, if you allow me, I, you, you definitely hate your division rivals. We've had long dry spells against Miami and New England, uh, Miami in the seventies, early eighties, and then New England for the past 20 years. So they're hated, 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 and everybody else. Eh, nope. No big deal. You know? Okay. If we match up well and there's a good game, then that's all the better. But yeah, I, I agree with you guys. It's, you don't, you don't have that hate. <laughs> this week <laughs> maybe some of those canadian manners are coming through on the other side of the border <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh man 30 30 30 40 of our fan base <laughs> <laughs> i will say for the browns though i i got a good laugh out of that at that game sunday night i if there was a Browns fan nearby, I would have I would have given a socially distanced fist bump to them because I, that was a hilarious game from the start when Marquise Pouncey just overshot Roethlisberger through. I, I I'd watched only the first quarter, but man, it was great. <laughs> he saw twenty eight points unanswered, so that's all you need to right. see, man. Yeah, my fraternity brother, my roommate in college, was a from uh, Youngstown. He was a huge Browns fan, and I was texting him and talking with him last night as the game was starting and, and I said, they have the same mentality as Bill's fans. You know, it's like, okay, we're up 28, but the game ain't over yet, you know? (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's really iffy until you get to, you know, one minute left and you're still up by four touchdowns. But, uh, he, he was like, yeah, he goes, I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) I never in my wildest dreams would have thought this would be like this. And I said, well, so let's hope let's hope it stays that way for your sake. Of course, I wanted Pittsburgh to win because I would rather face Pittsburgh than Baltimore. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well, that's so why I lost. Take the next team, <laughs> right? <laughs> but the worst team usually loses. But man, yeah. yeah I, as great as last weekend was, let's let's go on and talk about this weekend because man, I I will say I'm excited that this game is happening. I mean, this is a great matchup. I think you know Josh Allen is much improved than when the Ravens last saw him last year. Bill's offense in general is much improved. And, you know, I think you guys pass defense has shored up a bit in the second half of the season. And as we've talked about for the past weeks, the Ravens offense, while being, you know, taking a little bit to get going this year is now just firing on all cylinders. We've got Greg Roman with running new offensive schemes. I called last week that I thought the Ravens Titans game would be the most exciting game of that weekend and i think this one unbiasedly is going to shape up to be the best one of this coming weekend i I hope you're right Uh, i I am uh cautiously optimistic because i am scared to death of our run defense our run defense was awful in the first part of the year we had a lot of injuries and it shored up when milano and 
can't think of his name. Milano was the main guy because he was our, our best linebacker against the run. Uh, when he came back and uh, yes, uh, Saturday, they didn't, they didn't show a lot of, a lot of oomph on defense. They were, they were allowing uh, Himes and Taylor to get to rip a few yards off and the tight ends killed us too. So I'm hoping we, we fix that. And then in this week of preparation. Yeah. I think outside of the, uh, the Tom Brady, Drew Brees matchup, which I'm yeah. sure a lot of people nationally are probably going to look for because, you know, that might be the last last time I think that they ever, you know, face each other. Outside of that, I mean, yeah, I agree with you, Peter. I think, you know, this is definitely one of the matchups. I, I think it's one of the more uh, even matchups for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that game last year against the Bills and, and I mean, that was a super competitive game. I think one of the, one of the games in the latter half of the season uh, where Ravens fans, I, I think, should have been very worried that that game could have, you know, easily gone out of hand, you know, compared to, you know, some of the games like against the Rams or against the Jets or something like that, which were unlike that at all. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this. I think the, the biggest surprise for me as a, as, as a person who doesn't watch too much of the Bills uh, film is that, you know, Josh Allen has just been absolutely incredible this year. I know uh, Bills Mafia, I think, has been pretty high on him in general since he was drafted. And, you know, honestly, if I were a fan in that position, I would be too. You know, I think Ravens fans can understand supporting guys like Joe Flacco. Like, you know, Ravens fans love Joe Flacco, even though the rest of the NFL world are like, this guy isn't any good. You know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of I, I kind of see Josh Allen kind of in that light where, you know, I honestly didn't think he was that good all that last year. He, he had some good plays, but he also had a lot of turnovers. And, you know, he would just make some boneheaded decisions and in certain key moments. But this year, it's just, it's been night and day, man. He's just been absolutely incredible just been very confident in the pocket making huge throws and really limiting on his mistakes and i think it's going to be a huge matchup for the ravens one of the few times you see a quarterback in year three really step up and develop usually by then you kind of know what you have and usually you don't see him turn around maybe a 20 percent chance it's kind of ironic we played Tannehill, another guy who was a late bloomer uh maybe he was just getting out of the uh orbit of gase that uh sent him into the you know, a rocket ship, but uh, <laughs> anyways, we don't need to hate on uh, on Adam Gase in this show. I, I really love the fact that Alan came around. They, I guess they uh, worked really hard on his uh, throwing uh, accuracy in the off season. And like you said, you mentioned that, you know, he's in the pocket, makes better decisions. He's not taken off as much, which he probably will have to this week, but uh yeah, he's he's and they got him some weapons. You know, they got Stefan Diggs to help him out on offense, and uh, it's proven to be a, a huge boost for them. Yeah, and Cole Beasley last year, right? Another guy they brought in. Yeah. Uh, Smoke, you know, John Brown yep. came up. So they've kind of assembled over the last two years a pretty scary, if I might say so myself, wide receiver group. I'm actually, that's the number one matchup I'm looking at is. How can the Ravens cornerbacks, who we said were able to step up, get the right matchups going, and and really tighten up their defense against the Titans, how can they respond similarly to the Bills, who I think have a much more dangerous set of wide receivers and a much better gunslinger in Josh Allen? I agree. I uh, last year we uh, when we played the Ravens, we had a very 
erratic throwing game, even though, you know, Beasley helped a lot, but it's, you know, he's a slot guy. He's not the down the field guy, take the top off the defense kind of guy. So with Brown healthy again, and both he and Diggs can go long and then Beasley underneath, hopefully they, they show uh, that they can move the ball against the uh, Ravens defense, which has been just so much better in the last few weeks of the season. Yeah. And you guys also have, uh, I think, uh, Gabriel Davis, I think, has really come along and been a bit of a deep threat in the games that that John Brown's been been out. So, I mean, that's a that's a fourth receiving target you guys have this year. Yep, yep, absolutely. He's been great as a as a rookie, and uh, Isaiah McKenzie too. He's a speed guy, and they use him with uh, running those reverse type plays and stuff like that. So, you know, we're deep, but like to make make it happen with the guys with those guys and and stretch that defense make sure they don't crowd the line of scrimmage right yeah i've I've seen some ravens fans seem to think that we can put marlon humphrey on stefan diggs and apparently the bills offense is just shut down i don't (laughs) i don't really understand that logic (laughs) at all i mean i think the you know as you said alec i think the position group is is definitely very deep they've got a good quality group up there i think the thing for me too is that it's just a it's a very complimentary group i mean you have a lot of guys who you know if they're all healthy and they're all playing they just you know they fulfill different needs right i mean stefan diggs is obviously the biggest one i mean he can do pretty much anything you ask him to um a huge reason for the success that they've had this year um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, Gabriel Davis and, and John Brown, I mean, those guys are deep threats, but I mean, that's not their only part of their game. Ravens fans should be familiar with John Brown. Uh, we had him a couple of years ago. And then Cole Beasley is, is also, I mean, you know, he's a, he's a big weapon for them. I think, did he have almost a thousand yard this year? Uh, I mean, he was a, a huge weapon for these guys mm-hmm. and, you know, they all excel in different areas. And I think for the Ravens, you know, you, you, you can't, under uh underlook a lot of the skills that they can bring to the table it's going to take a lot to be able to you know focus on their guy and figure out like okay you know what are their tendencies going to be and they, they're going to have to play the fundamentals really well because you know all these guys can do damage given the opportunities i think if there's anything that you know the ravens or you know would have a little bit of a sigh of relief it's that uh it sounds like zach moss is going to be out for this game you know i, I want to say that the bill's rushing attack hasn't been quite the same as it was last year you know with moss and and singletary i think they've they've made a decent combo but you know i want to say at least from statistics wise you know cj you can correct me if i'm wrong but you know they haven't had as much success in terms of yardage this year now i know you know you got to add josh allen's rushing yards in there i'm sure people aren't fans of the ravens would also not count lamar jackson's yards in there but you know they they are involved in the rushing attacks so you need to add them in there but uh how do you, how have you felt about the the rushing attack that you guys have had uh, particularly of late uh they better step it up <laughs> <laughs> they have had a hard time running the ball the last well certainly against the the colts now the colts have a much better defense than people give them credit for so that's part of it however with moss out that handicaps us quite a bit he and Singletary are, are a very good complementary backfield. And um, yeah, Allen rushes, you know, has his rushes too, but it's not, you know, you have to be able to run the ball to throw the ball and you have to be able to take time off the clock. And if they can't establish a consistent running game, that's going to be a huge problem for them. Um, 
you know, I, I kind of compare it to the, what the Ravens were doing at the beginning of the year with their rushing game. It wasn't really in sync. It They had a hard time moving the ball a little bit. And uh, once Dobbins established himself as a, you know, a lead back, and then Lamar started running the ball a little bit more, then their running game picked up and it opened everything up for their offense in the last few weeks. The Bills have to do something similar to that, and, and that's going to be hard to do without Moss in the game. I don't know who's going to back him up. They'll, they'll bring up Yeldon, I'm sure. And then probably Antonio Williams. But uh, it's, and I like him, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough game to, if they can't run the ball. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think that especially after the Ravens just completely stifled Derrick Henry, no offense. I don't think that the Ravens defense is too scared of the Bills rushing attack, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100% though. I mean, even if the Bills can't develop a a consistent run threat with Singletary and whoever else is back there, I think unlike what you have with the Titans last week where Tannehill is a quarterback who can't have success if the rushing game isn't going, Josh Allen has really turned into a quarterback who it doesn't matter with all those offensive weapons they have. And like Lamar, uh, he can get the rushing game going on his own if... Uh, the running backs aren't getting it done. So, yeah, it's certainly uh, going to be a harder matchup for the Ravens' defense from the pass perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can rely on Allen's arm a little bit more than Tennessee could do with Tannehill, especially because of the Ravens' secondary and the, against the Titans' receivers. The, I think we have a better matchup than uh, what Tennessee had against you guys. Yeah, I think what what makes me the most nervous about this game is I'm just having, like, flashes of the Kansas City game all the way back in the beginning of the season. I know a lot has changed since then, but man, the speed that the Chiefs had there with Tyreek Hill and I think Hardman had a touchdown, a long touchdown in that game too, uh, Mm -hmm. just gave the Ravens secondary fits and they just didn't really have any answers for that all game. And I don't know, Chris and Alec, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that this is the most dangerous passing attack at least from a standpoint of skilled speed wide receivers that the Ravens have faced since that game. I certainly think it's up there for sure. It's, it's going to be a big challenge. Um, you know, I think with the other thing with that Kansas city game too, is that, you know, I don't want to say Kansas city didn't have a, you know, they did have some success running the ball, but I thought it was more of like they would pass to open up the run. Right. I don't, I don't think anybody expected Clyde Edwards Hilaire to, to, to be that much of a threat. I mean, it was only his third game. And, uh, you know, he had a heck of a time, uh, particularly against Patrick Queen, just, you know, in, in the run game and in the pass game. I thought he had a lot of success. So if the Ravens aren't, you know, if they don't play that well on defense, it could very well be a similar outcome. Yeah, I think the only other team I would say that had a better overall passing weapons, uh, wide receivers specifically, not passing weapons, wide receivers would be Pittsburgh, right? Juju, Claypool, and um, Washington. Uh, all and and Deontay. Uh, like blanking on his last name now. Jeez, Johnson. Uh, Johnson. 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 The most Johnson. generic yeah. last name. I had him fancy too, and I don't know why. I, I was just whatever reason I was blanking. But yeah, Deontay. They actually. So that's four. You name four right there, and that's actually how they were able to take advantage of us in the first game. But they, I don't think they have as good of a uh, passer at this point in his career. Uh, you know, Big Ben is a uh, big sad. Four forty million. <laughs> 40 million in cap hit next year for that mm-hmm. old man. Ha <laughs> ha. Wrecked. 
Remember, remember what Peter good, said. That, remember what Peter said. He was he, he'd argued that Roethlisberger maybe should have made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey man, Peter. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Context, context, context. Let's back that up. Roethlisberger <laughs> fell off a cliff literally the week after I said that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Oh, that man. statement is dead. Long dead. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Funny. It's getting moldy in the corner over here. That's how dead it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Gosh. Wow. Good times. I love when we cancel each other on the show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Chris is hey, the only hey, one getting away with stuff. Me getting canceled on a compliment that I gave the Steelers, that's the best type of cancel that I can get. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Well, back to the Bills. I definitely think, as we talked about, with the offense, we're seeing a lot of worrisome matchups with the wide receivers. But I guess one question I have for you is it's kind of twofold. I'm curious, A, how Knox has developed. I know he was a guy last year when we spoke to you. We were kind of keen to see how he would play. He had some flashes of good plays. And then also how the offensive line's been this year. What kind of protection do we expect Josh Allen to get? Knox has developed pretty well this year uh, over the over the course of the year. He's gotten better he uh, had a couple he had an iffy year at the beginning of the year he was hurt for a couple games he had covid for it was out for covid for a game so when he's in the lineup it helps tremendously you know obviously you know when your tight ends are good that helps no matter what but but he but he's he's developed into a really decent option for uh allen um offensive line has gelled we lost a lot of key players over the last over the year uh, since last year with Wood retiring and everything. So they've had to replace a few parts and uh, they've come together as a unit and they're doing much better. They're blocking much better now than they were earlier in the year, which, you know, has helped uh, Allen, be, you know, now he can stay in the pocket and he doesn't, he's not scrambling for his life uh, as he, as he did somewhat last year. So, that's been a, a an improvement for the Bills. Uh, I thought they did really well against the Colts. The Colts front four are pretty stout. I think they stood up well against them. The Ravens front four, another stout defensive line. That's going to create some issues for us. And I think that's going to be a major figure highly in what kind of success the Bills have. You know, if Allen can create with his legs, you know, extend plays by getting outside. Maybe we get those pass interference calls. Maybe we get the holding calls downfield and, you know, maybe those receivers get open. So, but the line has much improved. You know, they, they face another tough test this week. I think moving over to the uh, matchup between the Ravens offense and the Bills defense, you kind of already alluded to it, CJ, that uh, the rush defense for the Bills really hasn't been that good. And I think I agree with you on that. I, I will say, I think a, a little bit of an, an oddity of this season, you know, a season of oddities. I've noticed that contrary to last year where I was coming into this talk and I really hadn't watched the Bills at all, I think the Bills are the team I've watched the second most this season just because you guys have had so many primetime games this year. It just feels like every week <laughs> the Bills are on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's just the, the rush defense, it, just, it doesn't matter if it's like if they're going against Melvin Gordon or Kenyon Drake. It just seems like running backs have had a really easy time with this defense has been has that been because of injuries because of uh lost guys in the offseason what's going on with the 
rush defense for the Bills? Well, I, <laughs> a couple things. They did lose a few few guys off of their defense last, from last year. Uh, Alexander retired. They lost a couple of their linemen to free agency. But mainly this year, they've they've had injuries. Uh, like I said, Milano was out. Uh, Edmonds had a sore, had a bad shoulder for most of the first part of the year. Played hurt for some of it. Missed a couple games uh, also. And then our secondary from the support side, from the safety side, you know, they had a couple injuries and they were out. So um, that part of it, yeah, injuries has taken it had taken its toll. And when those got and when Milano came back and Edmonds got healthy, you know, that shored up a little bit. We still have trouble stopping the run. I think our uh, defensive line is a little undersized, so that makes a difference. And it does worry me against Dobbins, especially because he's a big back. Spying Jackson's going to be an issue because you're going to essentially take a guy out of the pass coverage to keep an eye on him. Uh, that could be a that could be a huge issue, but you know you you got to stop you got to stop the Ravens' offense, and the first thing you got to do is stop the running game. So it's kind of like facing the Titans, although you don't have Derrick Henry back there, you still have to stop the rushing game. So hopefully they can contain that and uh, let their secondary, which is pretty outstanding uh, compared to our past years, they can do that with their front seven and uh, see see what happens. So here's a question for you. I, I love that transition, CJ. Oh, you didn't know that you set me up for it, but I wanted to talk about this player, and you, you teed it up perfectly. Oh, man, who could you this br- player be? Who could be the player that Alec really wants to talk about? Well, no, it's it's not Dobbins, per se. So, all right, Dobbins was picked number 55, as we've talked about many times and dropped many oh. times. And who was picked right before him that a lot of people thought the Ravens might pick if he fell to him? It was Chris's man, right? If I remember properly. Yeah. This was one of your guys, AJ Espinosa. How uh-huh. has he been as a build? He's actually, I think he's been surprising to me. I didn't think that he would play as much as he has. And he's had to because of injury, which I think has been a benefit to him. He's, he's played well. I've been surprised by him. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know much about him. Uh, when he got drafted. So I was kind of, you know, and of course there was no preseason or anything like that. So going into the season, he wasn't starting, but he's had to, you know, fill in and, and he actually got hurt a couple. He missed a, I think he missed one or two games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were going through our, you know, no linebacker phase, <laughs> but, uh, but he, he, he's been surprising to me. I, I, I actually like the pick. So hopefully, you know, that continues to develop as a as an option for us moving moving forward because we're probably going to lose Milano uh, after this year to free agency. Yeah, you know, those defensive line players, they like to take their time to develop. So I'm not too mm-hmm. surprised he hasn't completely wrecked the game. You know, Chase Young's kind of the exception to the rule, right, where he mm-hmm. came in and had a huge game. That's also why he was picked second overall, right, and – yeah. He, was one of those, he was one of those guys that, like, if you weren't in need of a quarterback for whatever yeah, reason, and you were the first pick, you definitely would have taken him because he, he, he was a special talent. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I think another matchup we want to look at, which is the one I thought Alec wanted to bring up, but uh, <laughs> so we have on the Ravens, you know, the episode we just came off of, we were talking about the huge game that uh, Hollywood Brown had against the Titans. Ravens used him in a variety of ways, some of them 
some new wrinkles that hadn't been introduced yet. I would guess that uh, he's going to see a lot of Tredavious White, uh, a lot of coverage from him. Given, you know, Brown, is a, he's a smaller receiver, but, you know, has a lot of speed and has really improved his hands as of late. Uh, how do you think Brown's chances are going up against White? Well, I, I got to... I got to say that, you know, he's our shutdown guy. So I, I would pit him against anybody. And, uh, Tredavious White's, you know, proven, proven that he can stand up to, to just about any receiver in the league. So if that's going to be the matchup, I, I don't think the bills flop their corners too much. So, uh, I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know if he'll follow him over the, all over the field, but, um, I'm anxious to see how it works. I mean, I, I'd love, I'd love to see that matchup and I'd love to see that, you know, white get a couple picks or something, you know, that's the way it usually works or it's worked in the past. But then again, you know, you have to get pressure on, on Jackson to make that happen too. So I, I like to see that matchup. Yeah. I think for me, the, the Bills defense is super interesting, right? I mean, everybody knows that the strength of the Ravens offense is rushing attack and obviously they're not great at, you know, run defense, but I remember back to the game last year and I remembered that they played really well in pass defense. I actually had to look up the stats. Do you guys know who our leading receiver was in that game? Uh, by receptions or yardage? Yeah, maybe both. By a yardage, it had to have been Hayden Hurst, right? Because of that long yeah, catch. Hayden Hurst, right? Correct. Correct. He was also tied for first with three receptions. Ah, Nobody had more than three receptions. I thought I thought Boyle led the team that game, but I guess was he tied with Boyle? No, Boyle only had two receptions for ten ah, yards. Only sixty six point six 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 percent. So far off. <laughs> In- Ingram That's had three hilarious. receptions for twenty nine. Willie Sneed, three receptions for thirteen and a touchdown, and Marquise Brown, three receptions for negative two yards. Oof. <laughs> How did we not win that game? Uh, I tell you what, man, I'm looking at it. It was it was a very low offensive scoring game. I, between the Ravens had 250 total yards, the Bills had 209. It was a very uh, low offense game. There was wind in that game, wasn't there? I think I seem to remember some. Yes. Yeah. 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 Pretty big wind. A lot, gust. a lot of wind in that game. Yeah. What's the weather forecast <laughs> in Buffalo? <laughs> Snow. Listen, you guys, you guys are lucking out just like uh, Indianapolis did. I don't think they're <laughs> forecasting anything that near what it should be in January. <laughs> I mean, when they said it was 34 degrees and sunny, I was like, are you kidding me? You got a dome team coming to Buffalo and they're going to play in 34 degrees and sunny. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, 37 degrees and mostly cloudy. Uh, yeah. 12 mile per hour winds. So that's not quite high enough where I think people would be worried about it, if I kind of no. recall. Right. Yeah, no. so that's... Uh, Balmy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> near, a near summer day up there. <laughs> well, it is at night, so we'll, we'll give it 29 degrees. But nevertheless, correct. I mean, I've been up there before. I, I know Chris has been up there plenty. Yeah, it get cold. <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting there in the Raiders AFC Championship game. It must have been, I don't know. The wind chill must have been like five below, <laughs> zero five below, and it was windy and it was nasty and it was just the best time. <laughs> <laughs> and we loved it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Gosh, you know, uh, where, I, where I was going to bring up the stats from last game is that um, 
obviously it was low low amount of yards on both both teams but i do remember the bills being surprisingly good at pass defense and you know while the ravens don't rely solely on the passing game if they don't have it it also you know obviously hurts the overall output of the offense because not only do they rely on the run game for big plays but it's it sets up the play action and it makes you know it makes the whole offense sort of click and you know even this year you know they still got a lot of those key guys i mean poyer and hyde are a really good safety duo mm-hmm. um, just really really good obviously tredavious white i, I think whoever he plays on they're probably not going to have a big game whether it's marquise brown or boykin or sneed whoever it is they're probably not going to have a big game but even guys like tremaine Edmonds, man i remember him being an absolute game wrecker of just he's got this freakishly big wingspan Mm -hmm. and you know lamar likes to throw over the middle well Edmonds is that guy there and so being able to throw around him is it's a challenge it takes away some windows and so for me i think the biggest key for the ravens is going to be like can we find some position group or you know some play calls to be able to exploit these guys i don't know whether it's going to be andrews i don't know whether it's going to be you know guys like sneed or guys like boykin uh, or maybe like dobbins you know dobbins or card people like that i don't i really don't know who it's going to be but i know that you know they're going to have to execute really well because the bills definitely have the the pieces to be able to force a lot of negative plays for the ravens and i think that they could force some turnovers if you know jackson's not careful with the football so you know for me like you know i i have i have confidence coming off this titans game but uh with the bills it's I really don't know. Like, I, I don't want to say it's going to be a steamroll because they don't have a rush defense because I don't think that's how it's going to be. I think there, you know, there are multiple elements to this. And, you know, the Bills are kind of a wild card. I agree. Um, our As I was talking about, you guys were asking about their run defense not being as good. And, you know, we did lose some pieces from last year, but we lost, we lost a little size. And we're a small defense. We're a fast defense, but we're a small defense. And I agree. The tight ends killed us last week and Taylor and Taylor's a bigger back and, you know, more along the lines of Dobbins. And if, if they, if they find the tight, if he, if Jackson finds the tight ends and if they game plan that way, that could be trouble for us. But I, I don't, I'm not worried about as much about, you know, the long, the long game as far as passing, but, um, with anything else every week to week it's different so we haven't been consistent and that's that's our biggest problem on defense i think another big thing to look out for a big opportunity for the ravens is our off script running plays with lamar mm-hmm. let's say you know we drop back it's a passing down passing opportunity just like that third and nine play right mm-hmm. and lamar doesn't see anything well if your run defense isn't that good and you're out of position you're worried about the wide receivers and shutting them down that could be a way that he gets that first down he's able to convert and that's actually we've seen a lot of that this year from lamar jackson it's one of those other things that kind of gets taken for granted kind of what peter was talking about is his ability when you take away all the passing options most quarterbacks like you got him right like you had great coverage mm-hmm. and then he says well i have this this other option of running and then as we saw in the cleveland game sometimes he takes that option and he's like gotcha <laughs> and, you know, throws it over top the whole defense and and scores a touchdown that way or uh executes a big play so i think that's going to be huge is how your defensive line is able to contain 
Lamar mm-hmm. to not let him get those kind of things. Or if you have a guy like Tremaine Edmonds, spy him. Uh, you know, he's an athletic player that could kind of do that. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very keen to see. I mean, this is two good teams that, uh, similar to, I guess, the way the Ravens were even talking about the Titans. Like, you know, statistically, like, the Titans defense is some trash, but he's like, their front line's really good, and they play disciplined ball, and, like, they they match up well against us. Like, the things mm-hmm. that they did excel at, they excelled to be able to match up against us. So I could totally see your defense being similar to maybe uh maybe give us more of a fit than Ravens fans or other people looking at the games from pure defensive standings would say. Mm-hmm. And I think what you said about Lamar also applies to Josh Allen. Things get bottled up, things get bottled up. Allen can take off too. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I do think that the, the Ravens defense is a little better up front. So that might limit him more than what Jackson would be limited to. But uh, I think, I think it kind of applies to both guys. All right, I think that covers about everything. So, CJ, this is uh, the part where we go into our bold predictions, where we have one bold prediction of the game and then our score prediction. Uh, as our guest, you're more than welcome to go first. <laughs> okay. I Bold prediction. I think we get two interceptions this week. Uh, we had one last week, uh, and I think we, we will get two this week. Uh, hopefully that'll make a difference in the, in the game and t- tilt it our way. And I can't pick against the Bills. I, I, as much as this game worries me and as much as, you know, the, the true Bills fan in me is worried about playing the Ravens, uh, I, I think we will win a, a higher scoring game than people think it's going to be. I think it's going to be 31-28. Sorry, I, I can't pick against them. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I figured you wouldn't. And I think it's a valid choice. Sure. You did say you didn't want to play us, but you're like, ah, we got you anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I hear you. I mean, I'm going to say the same thing if we run into the Chiefs. I'll be like, I didn't want to play you, but I got to pick you. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how it goes. That's right. Ooh. Well, yeah, this is a very difficult game to pick. Uh, I think both these quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, are just playing lights out right now. So, CJ, I agree with you on the high score. I do, of course, though, have to pick the Ravens. I'll say 34 to 30 and my bowl prediction we didn't really touch on this but again i think tight end is going to be huge for the ravens in this game uh we've discussed how you know that all three of the of the colts tight ends had great games uh Mm -hmm. last weekend but i think the ravens are going to do something a little little different to try and keep the bills off balance and we saw this guy get some action early in the second half and it gave the, the Ravens a bit of a spark on offense, among other things that they did there. I'm going to say that for the first time since week two, Pat Ricard gets in the end zone. <laughs> oh, man. I've had my score predictions since uh, earlier today, and I haven't been hit on yet, so I think I'll, I'll try to go now. But first, I will talk about my bold prediction. My bold prediction is the Ravens defensive players at large generate five sacks against the mobile Josh Allen. This gets him off schedule. And uh, despite having great offensive weapons downfield, he's unable to hit them. So that's my guess. Five sacks for the Ravens. And this will garner another low scoring ish, low scoring for the modern NFL tight game. I'm going 27, 24 Ravens. 
I'm like teetering between what my bold predictions are going to be. I've got a couple in mind of, of things that I'd like to see. Like you said earlier, I don't like the matchup with Marquise Brown and Tredavious Wright. I, I don't I, I don't think Marquise is going to do as much as he did this week against the Bills. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So if he's not going to do it, then i got to figure out who besides Lamar Jackson is going to have a big game on offense because that's my bold prediction is I wanna, I'm going to say something on offense. How about I'll go with this. Why don't I say that Gus Edwards leads the team in rushing? I do like the matchup of him a little bit more. You know, I, I know that Dobbins has that speed toward the edge, but I know that the Bills have some pretty athletic linebackers and they've got some really great safeties. But I do think Edwards has the size on a lot of uh, a lot of the guys on the inside. Um, I realize that one's going to be a little bit tough, though, because Lamar Jackson is still... I was going to say, are you just talking about RBs? Because if so, like, fair enough. Although it's a 50-50 right there. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, if you if you hit Lamar, I will consider this bold. Yeah. Because he just gets those chunks. Yeah. Hey, I mean, one thing to consider, though, we didn't talk about it, but the Bills were the first team to really, you know, keep Lamar in check last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he had uh, his lowest rushing output of the season at that point against the Bills, if I recall correctly. I mean, aside from the Dolphins game, but he didn't need to run against the Dolphins. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna go with that. I'm just gonna say Gus Edwards leads the team in rushing yards. That's my bold prediction. Hey, you know what? I had a Super Bowl prediction yeah. of last week: Dobbins and more yards than Henry. That came out true. So I'm gonna say that, and on half the carries, no less. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna assume that uh, I'm gonna go two in a row this week. We'll see. Trust. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Score prediction. CJ, I, I, I'm with you, man. In that you can't pick against the home team. Therefore, I must pick my home team. Uh, <laughs> well played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you, you thought I was going to pick the Bills. I'm not sorry. I was like, I'm man, not. you married a girl from up there. And now you turn it on us. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. Uh, my girl has nothing to do with football. Now, the rest of her extended family, yes. Uh, but but no, I'm, I'm not picking the Bills for them. I'm picking the Ravens. I got I to pick the home team. I do. You know what, man? I do think it's going to be a close game. I really like the. I really like the matchup. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm really looking forward to it. But I do think that the Ravens pull out on top. I'm gonna go. Gosh, I feel like whatever I do here is going to be like the Price is Writing, you guys, because I like all of your score predictions. <laughs> Just average it all together. <laughs> if I average it all together, what's that going to be? Um, thirty-two twenty. 32-27 Ravens? That's really... That's my uh, mental math uh, score that's a, here. Uh, that might be one of those, uh, you know... Uh, what's, what's that Twitter Scorigami? So, yeah, that might be a scorigami right there. I don't even know if that's like a real number. 32. <laughs> that would be like ending the game in a safety. That just seems really strange. Yeah, Peter's well, bold prediction that. from last week comes true. <laughs> that, was my, that was my bold prediction from last year. We would get a safety. Remember that? That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we, we do. It's in the dock right there. <laughs> There you go. Time over. Boom. Bold predictions. Well, wait, wait, wait. The the Ravens ended the game against the Browns with a safety, right? Because the it could happen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is. It could happen. Uh, If you would allow me, I have uh, I have one thought, and it's been in the back of my head for the last seven or eight weeks, and and I have a feeling that this wacky year, this is going to come true. Being a Bills fan for all of my life and being it, you know, 
through the four Super Bowls and everything else. This is the year that the Bills will win the Super Bowl. And if you want, that could be a bold prediction too, because number one, there's no way I'm going to be able to go to the game. No fans, you know, whatever. And then if we do win, and we will, no way anybody can celebrate either because you can't have crowds anywhere. You can't enjoy it. You can't do anything with it. So this is going to be the year that we win, and I can't do anything. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, it's, been in the, it's been in the back of my head for about <laughs> two and a half, three months now. <laughs> Hey man, in this in the situation where we do not emerge victorious against you guys, like I'll definitely root for you. It'd be a nice story <laughs> to hear the Bills to win it all. I mean, I think there's actually there's like actually quite a few teams I'd root for in in the playoffs after us, um, assuming you know they win their matchups mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, I'm not going to count those chicken or announce who they are, other than the Bills, because uh, <laughs> I think I think the Ravens are going to do their job and they're going to keep on stacking, and it's going to be good times. So. I- I respectfully hope you're wrong. I, I, dude, much respect both ways. I'll give you some maple syrup to show my uh, right. appreciation. That's that's the that's the other side there, Alec. I know it's thirty. That's the that's the thirty and forty percent of his fan base that you were talking about. And and I don't know what what about was Buffalo known for the wings? Get some wings. Wings, beef on whack. Yep. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, beef pizza. On. Beef on Weck. See, you know, you know, if you're from Buffalo, if you bring up beef on Weck, because I've never heard that outside of Buffalo. But when I go up there, almost every time somebody gets a beef on Weck. Yeah, yeah. What part of Buffalo is your wife from? Uh, my w- wife's family is from the Clarence area. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Clarence. yeah. What is a beef on Weck? Now, I, now we must know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I understood it as sort of. Um, it's just almost like a pit beef on uh, some sort of caraway bread. Come I don't, I don't know if you've ever, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if you've ever had any uh, bread with caraway seeds on it or something. It's a very distinctive uh, spice uh, spice uh, that you put on. You usually put on like breads or something. Mm-hmm. And they don't make that. They it's hard to get anywhere else because the it people don't know how to make it. It's very, very hard to duplicate. My brother did find a guy from Buffalo who had a restaurant in Seattle when he was there on business. And he, he walked in, they had beef on Weck on the menu. And my brother's like, yeah, right. And uh, he ordered it and it was, it came out and he was like, man, this is great. You, you know, and talked to the guy and turns out he was from Buffalo. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I feel the same way about crab cakes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, I, I have this rule. I just I don't buy seafood outside of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Just in general, as, as like a general rule. Yeah, I understand that completely. <laughs> oh man. Well, we're going to have to take a road trip off to Buffalo when this whole pandemic's over. Because I'm looking at some Google images of beef on Weck, and I want some right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My mouth is watering. This looks excellent. <laughs> You know, it stinks too because we had talked about this. I don't know why it came up us going to see the Bills, but we talked about it recently. I don't know if it was on the show or off show of like, oh, when they play. Oh, it was because so we were talking about Diggs and his brother and all that good stuff. Anyways, all that aside, I would love to go up there again, man. Uh, spent too little time up there, get to really explore, understand the area. So definitely sounds like a good road trip next time the Ravens oh, play up there. I was supposed to be up there in May. That got canceled. 
<laughs> I was I was supposed to be. Uh, me and my brother were supposed to go to Nashville and Vegas for Bills games, mm. and they they got canceled. You know, no one was in the stands for those games, and we were supposed to be in Buffalo for one because we always go home for one. So, well, geez. On that note, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're all here. Playoffs are still going. You know, absolutely. It's, uh, it's it's good. It's good to still have yeah. football anyway. To uh, you know, Absolutely. give us some, yeah. give us some light, give us. Some Don't light forget, in these five months, so. five months ago, we were we were wondering if we were even going to have this. We we're even going to yeah. have a season that wasn't going to get canceled halfway through. Yeah, very, definitely very grateful true. for that, and I hope everyone who's listening, your families are doing well, staying healthy and safe, and uh, let's uh, you know, just keep enjoying what we have in front of us. Uh, a good friend, uh, and actually, if you know, we ever have a need for a Packers fan, I think he'd be a good good guy to bring on the show uh, was messaging me during the game you know being like just enjoy the moment you can't ever take a playoff game for granted you know you never know when you're going to win the next one so I was like I definitely understand so we're enjoying winning that game but I was joking with Rachel on the drive home I picked her up in the morning I was like man I feel like the Ravens like I've already like gone past that like the wind's behind me now and it's like I need to I need to focus on the next game like what can we do to sharpen our skills so I hope the Ravens are doing the same thing focusing on this matchup because it's going to be a tough one for sure you can follow us ravens underscore recap on twitter email us feedback at ravensrecap.com and sheesh man hopefully next week we'll come back with another exciting opening for you guys talking about uh another team that we'll get to play but we'll see what happens best of luck good luck to you guys (laughs) 